In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. It translates in English, Sing Hallelujah at the birth of Christ the King, which we were chanting during the services continuously. A very Merry Christmas to you all, beloved brothers and sisters in Christ and friends. May the blessings of this holy feast of the birth of our Lord and our Saviour Jesus Christ be bestowed upon you and your families at all times. While we celebrate in moderation, eating, drinking, visiting family and friends, exchanging gifts, etc., please, please, please keep in mind to truly feel the Christmas spirit. My brother Stephen made a comment and said, it doesn't really feel like Christmas. You know, I wonder how many people out there feel that way. You know, as years go by, these holy feasts that are um, a, a special service during the services, the chanting, the anthems, and in particular, the Feast of the Resurrection, you know, back home or even even in the diaspora, you know, many years ago, well, not many years ago, a few years back, you would really feel it. But, you know, many people make that comment and say, it doesn't really feel like Christmas. And you know what? I think because we really have um, um, not so much misunderstood, but we've... Um, we're overlooking the true meaning of Christmas. So, as I said, while we celebrate um, by eating, drinking, drinking uh, in festivity, please remind that, remember that Christmas is more than a mere season caused by Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, yes, amen to that. It's it's nice. Uh, you know, it's catchy. It's um, cliche, but. No, 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 Jesus, praise his name, is the creator of all things visible and invisible. He is not just a reason for a season. He is the reason and the creator of all times, days, weeks, months, seasons, and years. John chapter 1 verse 3 we read everything was in his hand and without him not even one thing existed of the things that existed. So a lot more than just a reason for the season. No, he is the creator of the heavens and of the earth and this is the <clears throat> the concluding chant we pray on uh, feed the you know the the days of the feast o creator of the heavens and of the earth 
everything was in his hand. In whose hand? See, everything was in his hand prior to him taking on flesh and coming on earth. In whose hands, beloved? The one, the word that had been existing with God and was himself God, according to John chapter 1. Who is the word? The one that became flesh and dwelt amongst us, according to John chapter 1 verse 14. And who became flesh? God of the word, Jesus Christ, the creator. Jesus is more than a season, a time to be giving. You know, Christmas is a time of giving and sharing. Why is only Christmas a time of giving and sharing? We need to be giving at all times. Mark chapter 14, verse 7, Jesus commands, For the poor are always with you, not once a year, not at the celebration of my birth. For the poor are always always with you and whenever you wish you can do good for them but I am not always with you in the flesh obviously you know do we mean to say that uh, it is at one specific season and during Christmas or the holidays we're going to talk about that we need to give to the poor and needy jara the poor and the needy if they have to wait for that one specific season or reason or time, then they're in big trouble. (laughs) But it's always time to help. And at all times, we must be giving and caring and sharing. Christmas is more than a holiday or a vacation, beloved. Happy holidays. No, no, it's more than a holiday and a vacation. If Christmas, and I pose this question, if Christmas is a mere holiday and vacation, then what do you classify Easter, or better still, the holy feast of the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ? In actual fact, if you think about it, the feast of the resurrection of our Lord, Easter, is <laughs> the period of rest and holiday. Let's let's call it for argument's sake a time of holiday. Why? Because it was on the day of the resurrection, that marvelous Sunday, the first day of the week where Jesus was resurrected, is when everything was concluded. Hence, on the on the seventh day, God rested. Not that God sat down and had a a, a sigh of relief. Like, oh. I'm so tired. No, God completed the work of his creation. So too, on the first day of the week, after the Sabbath, the salvific plan of God in the second stage, the first stage, the first scene was from after the fall till the birth of Jesus Christ, we are now in the second scene, the second stage of the salvific plan of God, and we are waiting for the third and final stages when Jesus will come on the day of salvation and deliver us eternally from death and sin and Satan and destruction and headaches and pain and misery and and uh, uh, laws and, you know, and I always mention them, legislations and toil to continue to eternally save us, beloved. So 
if we want to play on words and and you know and and try to somehow find ourselves um, you know new titles to do away from the real meaning of Christmas or the resurrection, why would what would you call? Easter or the Feast of the Resurrection. That's more of a holiday. That's more of a rest. So you know what? Get it right. Christmas is a lot more than just a period of holiday and vacation. We we chant in the anthem of chancel for the Feast of the Resurrection. This is what we say. Exalt and cry our Lord. Uh, I'm sorry. Exalt and cry aloud, O mortals, for the dominion of death has been destroyed. So rest, be at peace. If we want to call one of these feasts a holiday, well, the resurrection. Easter is more of a holiday of rest. Exalt and cry aloud, O mortals, for the dominion of death has been destroyed. Christ by his suffering has conquered death and has promised life by his resurrections. Be at ease, be in peace. Christ has overcome For the third Sunday of Great Lent we chant, May the cross, which became for us a source of good things, and by which our mortal race was set free, be for us, O my Lord, a mighty bulwark, and by it may we defeat the evil one and all his vials. We have the weapon, we have the armor, we have the victory. So call Easter a period of rest, I can understand, but the birth of Jesus Christ is not just a holiday. As I said, it's more than just a mere of Christ being a reason or a vacation or a time to be giving and to be sharing and family. Why is it only Christmas time a time for family? The family unit is a daily blessing from God and it wasn't established or it wasn't blessed upon us just to remember once a year. It's a continuous blessing. St. Paul instructs in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 to 9, not merely at one season or time, but rather continuously that we meditate on those things that are true. Here we go. This is Christmas, beloved. Meditate on those things that are true, those that are honorable, those that are righteous, those things that are pure, those things that are precious, those things that are praiseworthy, deeds of glory and of praise, the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen by me. Do these things and the God of peace shall be with you. He surely didn't only practice these once a year, did he? It's a continuous practice of these deeds. So what is Christmas? As we celebrate, and today being Christmas Day. And if you're listening on this uh, uh, episode, to this episode on Christmas Day, what is today? What are we celebrating? Well, let's examine what the angels proclaimed to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest. Beloved, during this time... Let us not begin. We should be practicing, but let us intensify. Let us multiply our praise and ascriptions of glory to God for his love for us. 
Christmas time is an enhancement, intensifying reminder that God's love has been revealed. John 3.16, for God loved the world in this way so much that he would give up his son, the only one, so that everyone who trusts in him shall be shall not be lost, but he shall have eternal life. It's a time to continue in steadfast, beloved, and renew our sincere thanksgiving to God for the commencement, as I said, for the chapter of his salvific plan and desire for mankind, for his second scene, the second chapter of his salvific plan. Not to just remember during this time, but to intensify, to encourage us even more, to to bring us even more joy and assurance that we are living in that period of God's plan for the salvation of souls. The angel sang, and on earth peace, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace. Peace, this is the peace that the world is so lacking, so lacking, beloved. This is the peace that the world are not chanting for today. This is the peace that the world has so neglected and that the world has so created a new understanding of peace for itself, hence we are where we are at today. Atrocities, genocides, murder, whatever you want to call it. This is a time, beloved, to draw even more near to the peace of God through His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and His Holy Spirit, the power This is the time to stop and examine yourself and see that if we are truly living in the peace of the Lord, January 1st, 2023, or no, let me me go back, December 25th, 2022, and today being December 25th, 2023, Have we lived in this peace? Have we fathomed the peace that Jesus brought to you and I and for you and I? Do we truly, have we been sharing this peace? If we have, praise God, let us glorify, intensify our glory to God for his peace. John chapter 14, verse 27. This is the peace we should be demonstrating for, beloved. This is the peace we should be searching and seeking and running, seeking and running after. Jesus says, peace I leave with you. Jesus has left his peace in the entire world. My peace I give to you. The peace that he brought the reconciliation between man and God. It is not as the world gives that I give to you. It's got nothing to do with treaties and signing, you know, treaties and peace talks. They're all false because the true peace of God is not indicated on that document that's being signed. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not let it be afraid. 
we truly draw near to this peace that God brought through his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. St. Paul reiterates in his second epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 18, and everything has become new from God. This is the period, this is the time, beloved, that we must really understand and fathom and grow closer and and seek that that newness that God has brought to us, a new life. He who reconciled us to himself in the Messiah, in Christ, as he has given us, that is the church, through her priesthood, the ministry of the reconciliation. This Christmas, beloved, stop for a second. Put down the glass, put down the can, put down the bottle. Stop for a second and truly examine. Where do you stand with the glory that we are to ascribe God, not just during the church? Now, those who hadn't been to church for the past six months and last night or today attend the church, we say, may your oblation be blessed upon you. But is it just that one time or two times or maybe three times a year where we say CEOs? It's now a new acronym, Christmas, um, Easter and Oshana, Palm Sunday. That is the only time that we ascribe glory to God. We give three days or three times or three periods a year and if we count them, probably about one hour, one hour or two hours in the 365 days of the year, and then we're proud that we're celebrating Christmas. No, we're not. We're not celebrating Christmas. We're only joining a festivity. We're only joining a season. And it's time to just reflect on loving the family and caring and sharing. I'm sorry to say, and sometimes it's not even, not even about Jesus Christ. This Christmas, stop and think, where are you in the glory of God? How are you glorifying God in your heart? How are you blessing God in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit? How? And maybe some are attending Christmas uh, celebrations, you know, Christmas parties, right? Um, Is it, do we just, you know, we, we become ambience and we become spiritual and humble only that one or two hours during church service. And, you know, let's call a spade a spade. You know, the youth go to church and they hang around the church grounds, right? Yeah. And some are smoking their pot, doing their dope. Some are in cars, engaged in some immorality. I know, I know, I know very, very well. I've been told... I've been confessed to by those who used to be engaged in these immoralities, meeting up at Christmas to meet up to make out in in the cars and then approach the holy mysteries. Is this Christmas? Or you or you 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 know you time your attendance at church. Ten o'clock service begins. Ten twenty it ends. There's a few announcements, so I'm going to make sure I'm I'm there at ten past ten, so I can go there, take the Holy Eucharist, and walk out and do my thing. This is Christmas. Actually, this is an abomination, beloved. It's an abomination for you to be high. 
for you to have engaged in immorality and to approach the mysteries because it's the birth of Jesus Christ, I suggest you don't do that. I suggest you repent. I suggest you seek pastoral counsel to be given absolution in Jesus' name. This Christmas, as we exchanged our gifts, what have you given to God? What have you given to Jesus Christ? Think about it. What did you give, present to Christ today? It's Christmas Day. We're celebrating the birth of the Son of God. What have you gifted him? Nothing? Well, you know, Christ doesn't expect anything from us. The only thing that he is appeased with is our obedience and our relationship with him. So this Christmas, stop for a moment and recap your relationship with Jesus Christ. How are you expressing your joy, your appreciation, your gratitude, your thanksgiving to God who gave his only begotten son? He was born to die, remember, beloved, from the womb to the tomb. How are you expressing your gratitude to the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, if you want to begin, it's simple. Tonight, when you, before you lay your head on the pillow, get on your knees and thank God for his amazing gift of grace and mercy and compassion and love and ask him to grant you the strength to follow Jesus and appease him at all times. Praise and glory be to his name, now and at all times and forever. Amen. Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous new year to you all. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. For any future topic suggestions or to give us detailed feedback, please visit our link in the show notes, linktr.ee forward slash double-edged sword. Until next time, God bless you all.